Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. <laughs> That's all right. Please, please remain seated. You could applause later. All right. We're in for another fun show today here. It's a episode 12. Lots to talk about here. But before I get into that, let's bring in my co-host, my buddy, my pal and comrade, Simon C. Hello. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you? I'm well. I'm just fantastic. No, it's all right. I'm good, man. It's all right. All right. Oh my God, we got ah. a comment. Hello, Hello. Enzo, the Hi there. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we'd so, love to have you tune in. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, you are. Very you are now comment. our number one fan, whether you want to be or not. You are our number one fan because you are the only <laughs> fan that's watching. Right. Exactly. There's that too. <laughs> Thank you, Enzo. Thank you. Well, we hope we hope you enjoy our show today for sure, for sure, for sure uh all right so we got a lot to lot to cover today that's for sure in terms of what's going on out there and apart from youtube being down for for a big part but that's all kind of related that to was last night that so. was yesterday god that was a non-stop party right there yeah so you know what let's jump right into youtube google and all that happy stuff simon bring it on man let's see what you got all right first story google yesterday had their google io events for their developers right and there were a lot of things to cover, but we're just going to cover, I think, probably one of the one of the big topics. And basically, Google shows off Android 12's huge UI overhaul. Ooh. So you guys that have an Android phone looking for, forward to Android 12, you're going to get a different, completely new UI design. So Hopefully Google, it won't be confusing. <laughs> I'm so hopefully, used to the I mean, one I'm using. Well, well. We'll see. I'll talk more about that. Let me read the article. All right. So Google I.O. kicks off today. This article was from yesterday. And the big news is that Android 12 is getting a huge new design. This article is from Ars Technica before I continue on. Mm -hmm. Google calls the new design Material U. And just like in the leaks, it's a UI that changes colors like a chameleon. Mm. For now, this design will only show up on the Google Pixels. But Google says it will roll out across the ecosystem to the web, Chrome OS, smart displays, cars, watches, tablets, and every other Google form factor. So it's going to take a while for you to get it, in other words. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> if, like it. If you don't have a Google Pixels right. device. So very, very heavy, very heavy uh, uh, upgrading, to be sure. Yeah. Exactly. The new interface is powered by a color extraction API that can pull the colors out of your wallpaper and apply them to the UI. This sounds exactly like the palette API that was introduced in Android 5.0, along with the original introduction of material design, but it's apparently a second swing at the color extraction idea. 
and Google is heavily using it in the UI now. The demo interfaces feature customized highlight colors, clock faces, widget backgrounds, and more, all matching the color of your wallpaper. Hmm. Besides news color, new colors, there are also tons of layout changes to the quick settings and notification panel. We'll dive into, they'll dive into this more as soon as they get some code to play with, which might only be when the final version of Android launches. So yeah, completely new design. Sounds like it. Yeah. And Sounds looking at cool. these pictures, so mm. yeah, it looks like very mm. cool stuff. Very cool. I wonder, like, man, I wish I we could test this out, but we don't have no a Google <laughs> a Google Pixel. Like, not I have an Android phone. You have an Android phone, but I, I do know, have an Android phone. I know my Android phone won't be getting this update. Ever. Right, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure one, mine won't either. Mine's uh, an S8 Plus or something like that. So yeah, it, it's definitely. Pfft. Yeah, I, I, I would have to upgrade picture. the phone itself, which invariably I'll probably be doing within a year or two. I think at some point I'm going to upgrade my phone, but I haven't. I, I haven't even really considered it as a thought. Just you know, just just for that. But yeah, but uh, like the part I'm worried about is, yeah, it looks cool and all that, but how many people will actually be able to use it? Because of the fragmentation with Android, you know, you know, you can't get it the day Google drops it. You got to wait to Samsung drop it. Right. And that takes a while. Yeah. And then sometimes they don't drop it off for all phones that are supposedly supported. Right. Right. You know, they go like, you know, here's a few phones. These get it first. And then, okay, wait a while. Then the other ones. And then by the time they finish it, it's like, here's the, uh, Google announced Android 13 is like, oh my gosh, like just, you can't catch yeah. up because they're, the, the rollout is too slow. Right. Well, I mean, it's the nature of what a conference is really is that it actually shows off what's coming down the pike. Really? Yeah. I mean, this, this is big. It's Android 12. This is coming down the pike, coming to a new device near you. So yeah. Coming it, to a Google pixel near you. Coming to a <laughs> Google pixel near you. So go buy one. You have to, you need to. I mean, I, that's the reason why I recommend you know, Google Pixel phones mm. over the other Android phones. Like not that they're no, it's not that they're they're bad phones. It's just their software support is so so much delay in getting it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Google Pixel is like, okay, Android Android 12 dropping on this day. Bam, you get it the, the, the day it arrives. Hmm. Well, that's how they plan it. I, I, it's not necessarily a good idea or a bad idea. I don't think idea. that's how they plan it. I think that's just how it became, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, well you know? no, well, I don't know. I, I, I've done a bit of software development in, in the course of my life, and, and usually it is planned. That sort of thing is planned. So they, they, they definitely plan. Okay, if it's planned like this, then it's a horrible plan. No, I, I and I'm inclined to agree because if you want, if you, you know, if they wanted to cover the entire Google landscape, like you, like the article pointed out there, then yeah, they would have had to plan. Okay, these devices require these specifications going forward. So when they make the new hardware, it can handle Android 12 and any newer versions from that point forward. So I mean, it's, so you don't have to be have to buy just the Pixel. You can get you know a new Android phone or some other Android, some other you know Google device. Yeah, that and, will have uh, it. Samsung. Uh, right, right. OnePlus. Yeah. Uh, a Motorola. Uh, 
I was gonna say LG, but they're leaving the phone business. So <laughs> right. So they're um, yeah, they're out unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, being a Samsung user myself, yeah, I would absolutely love to use you know Android 12 if it's a big improvement over what I'm used to using. But if that's not gonna happen, you know what? My my life is gonna go on one way or another, whether I buy Android or iPhone. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy an Android. I'm pretty pretty loyal to that. I like the way it works, so it works for me. You know what? Don't care. It, it's gonna. It's gonna. I'll probably get Android twelve or whatever flavor, future flavor they have of it down the road. Yeah, it's gonna happen. So you know, I'll get to it eventually. It, it's not going to end my life if I don't have it today. So yeah. Well, I you're can, very rare. You're, that's very rare because for most people, it will. <laughs> you know. Yeah. They want the latest and greatest. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not an Android fanboy. Like there are Apple fanboys, and I should say fangirls. I want to, I want to make sure that when I say fanboy, I'm actually including the women too. I want to just say fans, that. fans. But see, fanboy with B O I just sounds funny. That's why I say it. Anyway, so fangoyles. There we go. But um, loyalties, loyalties. Loyal. Well, that's Loyal. good. Brad, loyal Apple users. Yeah. But um, and yeah, brand, no. I, well, I can't say brand loyal Android because Android is not really a brand. Well, it's an operating system. It is, yeah. but you do have loyal Windows and Apple users. I would imagine that are that are loyal to the to the to the OSs too, or at least the the so makers thereof. Though, yeah, there you go. So it would be a more. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. So, either way, either way, you know, if if you're part of the if you choose to be part of the Android universe like I am, uh, you know, it's going to reach you eventually. I mean, unless you absolutely have to have it, and you're frothing at the mouth. You know what? Personally, I can wait. I I could totally wait for. I I don't need to get get the latest and greatest that badly. If I get it, great. But you know, my life's gonna go. As long as I can make a phone call, you know, because you know yeah. it's a phone. And, yeah. Then it's a and, win. And, and the connection's good. You know what? I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm I'm good. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know how Android will fix this problem. I just I just don't see how they can fix it. I know they've been trying to, but yeah, it just seems like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like their only solution is uh, just buy our phones, buy our Google yeah, exactly. Pixel phones, <laughs> just buy our phones, and then you get the latest. Yeah, you know, not to wait for Samsung to release it. Yeah, well, no, and they, I, I would hope that in in the in the development of the software, they've actually would have passed along the specs to the various manufacturers, you know, like Samsung, for example, so that they can start producing hardware for that after they test it, go through quality review, and all that good stuff, which is you know a normal thing to do. That'll hopefully that'll take care of it. Who knows? But yeah, That's it, a it, lot of manufacturers they have to go. It, well, no, it is, it That's is, but. If they're gonna if, if they're going to upgrade the the hardware to accommodate the OS, then they need to upgrade the hardware to accommodate the OS. That's how it's got to work. So yeah. they'll do it. <laughs> then you got to get Samsung to be on board. It's like, hey, you do, you got to do this, you know, to make this optimized. And you know, Samsung would be like, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> well, no, they'll, they'll 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 do it because that's how they get how they're gonna get their money. Is they're not gonna sit there and use the old OS and, and keep making you know new phones with the old OS. At some point, the old OS is gonna, isn't gonna be useful anymore, or it's gonna be um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's gonna be obsolete. outdated, obsolete. So yeah, they're gonna have to upgrade to to the Android 12 anyway. So you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I just yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. The only the only group <laughs> the only Android phone I'll ever buy. It's gonna be Pixel if I ever buy another one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, like Samsung's cool and all that. Well, except with the whole eSIM fiasco, not really cool. So well, well, yeah, not really cool. So <laughs> maybe a OnePlus, but they use a different. They use their own version of Android. Mm. You know, so 
I want something that's like out directly from Google, nothing that's skin with, you know, their versions. Like here's our customizers. I don't want yours. I want the one right. that came up from Google, you know? Right, right. No, I totally get it. Yeah, it, we, we obviously you and I have different priorities on this. Totally cool. I get that. And you know I'm what? Weird, I, though, I, you know? And I respect that too, Simon. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's I mean, all good. Yeah, I like Android too. I mean, yeah. there's some cool things about it. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the biggest reason why I don't want to transfer. Yeah. Like, no, I, I totally get it. It's like, you're telling me Android 12 is coming out, but I have a, you know, a Samsung, you know, S20, let's say 21 or something. Like that. All right, sure, no, sure. No, they don't go 21. They go 10, 30s or something. Like that. Whatever. Like, I have an Android phone that's only a year old, you know, and... Google Pixel got Android 12 the day of it got, you know, it dropped. Right. Gotta wait how long? Yeah. Samsung yeah. for them to pick up their pace for me to get mines. Yeah. Well, it, it may be a couple of months. It may be a year. God forbid. I mean, no, we I don't, don't want know. It a couple of months. I don't want it in a couple of years. I wanted the day of when Google announced the day of. <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the tech world, that that's considered outdated. You don't get it right. the day of. No, I, I, I hear you. What, I don't care what people say. It's just like right. No, I get it. <laughs> it's like I'm comparing. Like here, my iPhone 12. Yep. Got this in November. It's mm. May now. It's yeah, getting yeah, old. yeah. It's getting old. <laughs> it's getting old. During this, during like, this six month obsolete technology. <laughs> it's like if I, I like, I won't buy a phone right now. Yep. I'll wait till September, or October. Yeah, if if that, that's when yeah, the new I mean, phone on back. Right. You know. Yeah. occur so like if you're, you're in that you know you pass that six months period at the very beginning it's oh even three months is already stretching it yeah <laughs> so <laughs> well i wait i wait years unlike many it sounds like i, I tend to wait years on my phone and yeah. then when it's like okay free upgrade i'm like bam that's the price i like here there's no such thing as a free upgrade well it's always a catch 22 well, it's a free. It's free enough or highly discounted, and I will take it. At that yeah. is speaking my language. So yeah, it's uh, that's how I do it. That's how I roll. Uh, let's that's move on to the next story. All right, well, talk, Google talking about about the Google I/O conference, which does sound like a whole heap of fun. I would imagine there were many, many uh, uh, new apps and and other tech that probably came out during this thing. The British, the BBC.com actually brought out uh, this very interesting article. Google AI tool can help patients identify skin conditions. Now, obviously, this is an important article to the British. Not that it isn't important to the Americans, too. Don't get me wrong about that. I had a good chuckle about this. But, okay, so Google, <laughs> Google has unveiled a tool that uses artificial intelligence to help spot uh, skin, hair, and nail conditions based on images uploaded by the patients. Uh, this was unveiled at the Google I.O. conference. This dermatology assist tool is supposed to launch later this year. Okay, so now now the, some some points about this uh, this app. The app has already been awarded the CE mark in Europe. Now, if you don't know what that is, uh, a CE marking is an administrative marking with uh, with which the manufacturer or the importer affirms it's a conformity to European health, safety, and environmental protection standards for products that are sold within the European economic area. So basically, it's like a big stamp of approval. Okay, it's good enough for Europe. There you go. That that's literally all it really is. But yeah, I guess it's good. It's it's a sign. It's not necessarily a sign of quality, but it just simply says, okay, yeah, the bare minimum is, is approved for what our standards are, and that's all that that, that bit is. Okay. Our, 
So the AI in this app can recognize 288 skin conditions, but, and here's the cover your butt part, it is not designed to be a substitute for a medical diagnosis or treatment, okay? It's just an app. If you think there's a problem, <laughs> go see a doctor. Go see a doctor. Go see a doctor. All right, so it took three years to develop this app, and it trained on a data set of some 65,000 images of different skin conditions, plus millions of concerned user-submitted images, as well as thousands of healthy skin in all shades and tones, uh, the app is named the Dermatology Assist and is essentially ready for market. So to so imagine that you get this app, right, and you're going to go, geez, I wonder if this is infected. And it'll, and you can actually, I guess, point it at, at you know, the, the phone at, at this this whatever is on your skin. And it'll tell you what's wrong or you hope is wrong or, what, or what's right. God knows what that might be, too. But, but, but do you know why this app was created, Simon? Th why do you think this app was created? Take a wild guess. Now get more info about you. <laughs> yeah, let's go. You know what? That's the number one reason. The number two reason of what, what prompted this app to get created, it seems that there are nearly 10 billion searches for skin, hair, and nail issues on Google search engines. Oh, okay, year. I'm way off about that. <laughs> so look, no, no, you're right on because if you're logged into Google, they know exactly what's wrong with you. So yeah. you're you're spot on. You 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 got the good conspiracy angle. I'm with you on that. So conspiracy. Well, okay, they are watching us. No, you're absolutely right. Okay, not so, watching is like no, they're tracking us. Oh my god, not that. No, I mean like you know nothing is free. So you know you have a Gmail account. They know exactly what you're doing. That's true. That's true. You know, so that's what I get with free service. Exactly. Okay. So, so with all these, all the searching and all this, all this research has been done this and, and whatnot, the app itself, while it has not been approved by the FDA, a similar app was created to assist with diagnosing lung cancer. So there is promise that this particular skin app will get approved as well. Uh, now what tends to be more significant about this particular app is that this tool is being placed in the hands of the public rather than in that of doctors. See, Google views this AI as, as better than searching for the information yourself uh, rather than substituting for medical advice. So basically the idea being is that, you know, instead of like looking up on, on like, you know, WebMD, for example, and, yeah. and be told that you're going to die because you've been, you know, you got bruised playing ping pong or something, you could just use this app to kind of check yourself, if you will. It's like, oh, okay, this says that I've got, you know, dermatitis or just dry skin or, you know, I've got this horrific rash that uh, actually has to do with Ebola and it's actually eating me from the inside whatever it might be but that's what that's what this is about is is that why not put the power to the people to figure out for themselves what they might have yeah you know, with i would presume fair accuracy a fair amount of accuracy and then decide whether or not they want to panic about it and go call a doctor so no i agree i mean like there's so much of these different websites like webmd like you don't know yeah. Like they say one thing and the other one said a difference. Like I don't know anymore. You know, it's like, I know why would they lie on the internet, Simon? I, I can't figure that out. I don't no, think they're it, lying. I just think they they have two different opinions about it. Right. Wait, both would seem equally valid. God forbid, if you're not like, yeah. bright enough to filter your way through it. You know, doctors, different doctors have different ways of treating things. So right, but there is a standard they would have to abide by, and and I would bet like, that if you I don't got know. A well, okay, okay. Now it's fair. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. They're, you know. I'm not a doctor either, but but that's why this app's built, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. But I mean, I can tell you one thing. I mean, being like a tech support agent, which is nothing even really akin to a doctor, 
text. So far from it. I, I so know, far right? from it, man. Well, no, we have to diagnose problems, figure out a way to fix it. Doctors are the same way. Need to diagnose the issue, figure out what, what needs to be done to resolve the issue. Same concept, completely different ideas of consequences if something goes horribly wrong, but it's the same idea. And nine times out of tech, you know, out of time, uh, I'm sorry, nine times out of 10, you know, a tech is going to look at something and go, oh yeah, you want to go this route. And they're going to go pretty much mm -hmm. all the same route. Somebody might have a different idea or try something weird. That's fine. Doctors will do the same thing. Oh, you got a little rash. Okay, why don't you, you know, put some uh, cortisone on it or something like that. And they'll go along with that. Most doctors will do that and go, oh my God, no, you need to be using, you know, aloe vera and uh, some other, you know, voodoo mix to, to resolve this. You know, and you're going to get docs like that. You know, yeah. but if they both work, they're not raw. But, you know, it's, you hope that you're just not allergic to aloe vera or cortisone for that matter. So, yeah. yeah. But hopefully this app gets approved in the yeah. States. We'll see how so that goes. We can we'll use it. Goes. Yes. You know, uh, is this, does this look affected to you? I don't know, man. <laughs> here, use this app. <laughs> yeah, here, use this app. See don't use this. Don't show me. Don't show yeah, it. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. No, I don't want you taking pictures of it either. Yeah. That's just <laughs> gross. All right. <laughs> need back to you there, my friend. What do you got there? So. <sighs> Go on, so tell me about it. I, no, I'm like, I'm a little disappointed in this feature because I tried it out myself. Ah. The Apple TV color balance feature. Oh, okay. May make image quality and colors worse. So, oh, it does. Oh, yeah. no. So Apple TV's color balance calibration feature may make color accuracy and image quality worse on some TVs. Test has found via AFT, AFTV News. So this uh, this article is from Mac Rumors. Professional television calibrator Vincent Tio, who runs the YouTube, the YouTube channel HDTV Test, put the Apple TV's color 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 calibration feature to the test on a range of popular TVs in a recent video. All right. The Apple TV's color calibration debuted in TVOS 14.5 and iOS 14.5, giving users the ability to hold an iPhone with Face ID near the TV and after tapping a notification, the iPhone front facing camera and ambient light sensor will begin to color me measurements and automatically tailor the Apple TV's video output to deliver to deliver supposedly more accurate colors and improved contrast. It's scanning me. Ah! Apple says this process will result in improved picture quality and without adjusting the TV's settings. Right. Now, Tio found that in a number of cases, Apple's calibration feature actually made color accuracy worse, even mm. going as far as it incorrectly shift the color output of a high-end Sony mastering monitor. <sighs> when set to the most accurate out-of-the-box color presets, two of the three TVs Tio tested had their color accuracy made worse. On a <laughs> Samsung QLED TV, the overall color accuracy improved, but the image was incorrectly shifted to a cooler blue tone. Huh. On a Sony LED TV, the feature made the color accuracy worse and similarly made the image too blue. On an LG OLED TV, the calibration feature did manage to improve color accuracy without making the image too blue. Hmm. When the tests were rerun with the TV's default color presets, the Apple TV's calibration feature improved color color accuracy on all three models. Even so, Teal found that when color accuracy was improved, image quality was degraded in other ways. 
since the Apple TV had to shift the color output so in so much in these instances, the resulting image suffered from unwanted color banding lines known as posterizations. Posterization. <laughs> nice. TL tests indicates that the Apple TV's color calibration is certainly not a replacement for professional color color calibration using specialized tools, and you should be and should be used with caution. AFTV news suggests that users may be better off using color balance feature to see how drastically it changes the TV images, and then attempting to match the result with the TV's built-in color options. Ah, poor. <laughs> I try it out. I did try it out on. Did you try it out? Is it really yeah. awful? Um, I didn't see those what To mentioned, but okay. it certainly didn't improve it. It looked exactly the same. Oh wow! Well, so, yeah, so, so maybe you were already set then. But yeah, that's that's. So it didn't really do much because I I did play with it, and if you guys want to check out that video, just click on the card right here. Now I review iOS fourteen point five along with the calibration. Yep. And yeah, it just didn't look it didn't look any different when I did it. It was like I don't see any changes. So in my so in my case, it didn't do anything. So <laughs> rather than you know. I wish I was able to see like, oh, did it made it better? Did it made it worse? But for, for my well, testing purposes, nothing happened. So Well, what you could have done though, did you actually try like screwing with the color and then see if it would actually would calibrate back to the default or whatever I you did. had it at? I tried. And, yeah. And it didn't change it? Even it didn't change anything. Really? So it's like, it was weird. No, I, mean, I, I could play around a little bit more, but yeah, I just like, I, like, I don't know what it did. I was like, it just didn't work. Sounds uh sounds lamesors is I think is the word I would use here. It's uh, that's that's so too bad. I think it's more like a hit or miss kind of feature. Yeah, it sounds like know, it hey, probably need, probably needs a bit more dev time to to, yeah. to get that so, right or good concept, but you know, since there's so many TVs out there, it's yeah. kind of hard to really pinpoint which which one's gonna work well, which one's right. doesn't. So hmm. good concept, Apple, but better luck next time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> improve it? I don't know. I mean, or well, just, I don't know. Or, or just completely remove it. The next OS someday. Cause yeah, well, no, may, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But I would imagine they'll probably keep trying to refine it because I'm sure there's going to be like tons of feedback similar to what you're getting. It's like, yeah, I didn't really change anything. Wow, you know, I screwed this up and here's what I took a picture of and here's what it didn't color balance to. And, you know, may, maybe they'll be able to use crowdsourcing as a means of being able to like come up with a bunch of test yeah. cases that'll, that'll help them refine that better. Yeah, so, so we'll see. Or we'll see. here's what Apple will do: we're just gonna release our own TV, right? <laughs> it'll color balance itself. Yeah, it'll color balance oh, itself. So God, nice. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, no. I, it was rumored that they were in the process of making an Apple TV, an actual real TV, not a streaming box. Nice. Yeah. All right. That never came to fruition. So. Well, it's either they're, they're keeping it very quiet. It's in the back somewhere. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it later. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll see. Hopefully it'll improve. Yep. I agree. I agree. Well, thinking about, you know, about all this color balancing and recognizing things and whatnot, CNET.com had an article about the best facial recognition security cameras for 2021. Creepy. Right. I know. I, I, I Maybe it's just me. But I can't imagine seeing a, seeing a need for either indoor or outdoor ones, maybe. But for indoor cameras to require facial recognition software, yeah, 
It's like it, it, you're indoor, you walk in, target acquired. Right? It's like, oh, dude, I live here. What the hell? It's, <laughs> what, man? It's me. I'm just no, wearing no, a hat. No, no, no. <laughs> right. I mean, like, like right out of Robocop. He's like, yeah, yeah, you have 10 seconds to comply. No, wait, stop. <laughs> God. Okay. So, um, um, right. So now a number of you, um, you know, have either a ring doorbell. I know that I have one as well. Um, I even did a review of it last in the year. process of installing one. Oh, you are. That that's a good thing. Uh, which one are you using out of Kiaras? Which one did you get? Do you remember? I don't remember. I have to okay. Check. Big help you are about that. Thanks, Simon. No, I'm kidding. Hey, man. Right? <laughs> Shut it's up, just man. a doorbell. <laughs> it's just a damn doorbell. Target acquired. Right? Target acquired. No. <laughs> okay. So as you may recall, I did a review of, of the of the one that I had last year and uh, works it worked really great. I have since upgraded my ring from basically like the, the original generation to a generation four, basically ring doorbell four is what I have now. And I'm not going to lie to you. The picture quality is a thousand times better. It is unbelievable. And the price of it ran for about 200 bucks from the ring.com website. So if you're interested in oh, getting one, uh, yeah, it does. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. The damn thing is, is awesome. And uh, it, it's really good. I have a couple of quirk issues with it, but beyond that, it, it's pretty slick. Maybe maybe I'll do, I'll do a review of it later. I have a follow up review. Yeah, with, that'd be with, great. With and then, I should you know, do that. And then talk about how it works well with your solar lights. I mean, not your, well, your floodlights. Well, right. Yeah. See, here's the floodlights. I know exactly, right? <laughs> well, you know, actually, I got I got some ring floodlights as well. I mean, this this is all inspired because my my neighbor got broken into. But again, that's that's a whole other thing. I'll I could talk about it another time. Um, all right, so if you got the so if you got video doorbells and you're interested in security cameras, um, if you're interested in this stuff, there are some that come with facial recognition software. Now, again, as I've reiterated, I don't get why you would need facial recognition software for your indoor cameras. But uh, you know, the point of it though, as as according to to the article, suggests that it makes a database of people who visit your home all the time, like the mailman, and that alert you of it. Um, so CNET came up with three, uh, their best three in their opinion. So the, the best overall camera is an actual doorbell camera. Yeah. It's the Nest Hello, um, and made by Google and, uh, the yeah, best right. value. Yeah. I know, right. Yet, I, YouTube. <laughs> right. Well, the Google Nest actually is actually a pretty slick yeah. setup in and of itself, but that, that's a whole other story too. Uh, the best value, though, that they came up with, came up with is the Tend Secure Link. That's L-Y-N-X, like the animal. And the best smart home support uh, is the Nest Cam IQ Indoor. Okay. So these three cameras, and I'll tell you a little bit about them. So according to the article, the Nest Hello uh, seems to be the best at the facial recognition itself, um, as well as being the least expensive of the three Nest brand doorbell cameras. So they have the, you know, the Nest Hello, they have the Nest Cam iq indoor and they also have an outdoor one so there's there's three of them and of the three this is the cheapest one the yeah the best overall one with this the best overall is this nest hello right that runs for 179 dollars and um and, and of the three nest uh, uh cameras that they have which basically have like all the same you know facial recognition software available to them um they, this one's the cheapest of the three. Oh, okay, this one's the cheapest of the three. Okay. Right, it's the cheapest of those three. Now, the wild part about this is that the facial recognition feature costs extra at either six or twelve dollars a month, or sixty or one hundred twenty dollars per oh. year. Right. So, so basically, like kind of like with the Ring doorbell, you pay three dollars a month or like thirty dollars a year to have it store your videos. Uh, you know, for however long they want, they, they'll store it for you for. 
um, and a couple of other features that go with it. Uh, that being the biggest one is the video store, so that you know if the cops happen to come by, say, "Hey, yeah, I just see a you know a car go by at this time," they could pull it up. And again, I actually was able to help a cop with that uh, recently. So that's what that's what you pay the fee for, as opposed to just being able to see who's out there. Does the fee include the a robotic voice say "Target acquired"? <laughs> I, you know, I wish it did because that would be really cool. But like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Target acquired. <laughs> oh, oh my god, no. But yeah, no, it, it doesn't doesn't do that unfortunately. Which would, I'm not gonna lie, would be really cool, but. I would buy it. <laughs> right. I we, Maybe we should have gone to the Google I.O. conference and talked about that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so so there is, unfortunately, an additional cost if you want to use that facial recognition feature. So if you're willing to pony up another 60 or 120, you know, 120 a year, there you go. All right. So coming in second, as I mentioned before, was the best value, the 10 secure links. It's an indoor camera that only costs $60 which despite its ridiculously cheap price, apparently it really delivers on the performance. Uh, it has several free services, such as a seven-day event-based video clip storage uh, and the facial recognition software. So for 60 bucks, you can uh, you, know, you get this indoor camera, films everybody, takes care of whomever's in there, um, and, uh, uh, and it stores all that stuff for, for like seven days. Uh, and, and it'll also do the facial recognition stuff. So... After you create this database of familiar faces, there unfortunately seems to be a bit of a learning curve for links to figure it out. But I guess once it does, it does a pretty good job. Um, right. So, so right, potentially even more dangerous. Right, exactly. Like, We're not I sure don't you know who you, you are. Told me last time it was. I don't know who you are. Like, oh, let, no, let, me, no. let me give you the safe word you gave me. Okay. I forgot but, the safe word. No, I am, a, I am no. a $60 camera. What do you expect? No, stop. <laughs> no, stop. But according to the to the reviewer, he said it was a good option if you're looking for the most bang for your buck. So, what? But so they actually had a link to the Amazon page for it. And when I went there uh, for this particular came up uh, camera, it came out to be two hundred and thirty nine dollars on Amazon. And I'm like, how the hell did the guy come up with sixty bucks? Well, you go to the manufacturer's website and it's sixty dollars, which is great, but they have no inventory. So I I don't know what the markup is all about. Or if God forbid there's a subtlety in, in, in some kind of a component that makes it a different you know, a different model or something, yeah. and that's and that's that's the re reason for the, for the price difference. I don't know. I did I didn't read the details on, on the on the Amazon page that carefully. It had some good specs on it, like you know 1080p. Uh, you know it's Wi-Fi compliant, but it only works on the 2.4 gigahertz and not the 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi. Uh, we know which is better be only because it's it, it extends further out. So if you got the camera in a somewhat remote area, it's likely to pick up the signal better. Oh, you know, so you got yeah, so you got that kind of thing, but there were some other specs I didn't look into too carefully, so I couldn't really see the justification for why in the world it would be another, you know, hundred and seventy odd dollars, you know, <laughs> between the website and Amazon. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was a little weird. That's weird. It is. It was weird. It was weird. All right. Well, last but not least, we have the Nest Cam IQ Indoor for $292. And yes, as I mentioned before, there's a, an outdoor one for $329. Yes. And yeah, well, here's the sad part. It has the same features, both free and paid, like the Nest Hello Above. So if you still want the facial recognition stuff and all the storage, you still have to pay extra for that, apart from paying all this extra money for a, for a camera that you know is, is used indoors or even outdoors. It is, it, it's insane. So I mean, for, just from a from a value standpoint, if you want to have a a doorbell that you know records that records stuff, um, arguably the the Nest Hello and the Ring are are comparable. 
Uh, granted, the the uh, what do they call the Nest Aware? I think is what it was called. That that's the extra service. Uh, they have Nest Aware and, and Nest Aware Plus. That's the difference between the sixty and the one hundred twenty dollar uh, versions. There is that uh, Ring charges half that money, so it's either oh, like okay. thirty and sixty. So that that's that's a big saver right there. So if you're looking for you know, a cheaper option, but you got a little money to burn, the the Ring is arguably is a better option in that case. But uh, yeah, oh, but, I agree. Really yeah, do, they do make good products. But there is one thing that actually sticks out about about the Nest about the Nest Cam though, um, is that it comes with Google Assist, uh, the Google Assistant already integrated into it. So basically, it is doubling as a Google Home speaker. If you want to ask it questions, you know, talk about the weather, have it tell you jokes, you know, similar to the Amazon hey, Google Alexa. acquire Target. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but you know, but it's similar to the you know to, to the Amazon Alexa, yeah. which it also can work with. So if so, it doesn't even matter you know what home device you've got, whether it's the Alexa or or the uh, the assistant, or excuse me, the, the Google Home device. It works with both of them. That's and cool. uh, yeah, if you want to read more about it, the article's on CNET, and there are links to more detailed reviews about the, about those uh, those cameras if you want to check them out. Nice. Yeah. Google so, Alexa. Work together, acquire that target. <laughs> yeah, I got something you can acquire there, buddy. I'll show you. God. Come on, for that much of, again, for that much amount of money, I better expect that feature. Right. That that's what's so facial so, recognition. Right. But see, I, I don't get the whole facial rec the need for facial recognition. I mean, unless it's pointing outside. Hmm. If it's pointing outside, I, I could see some valor to it. But indoors, you're gonna see the same people all the time. It's hopefully. You know, Great. Well, yeah, granted, I mean, unless, you know, unless your wife's fooling around somebody else or whatever it is. or, like, or Who is that? I don't recognize that. Who's, who's this guy in my house? Google, who is that guy? And what, why are you so An identified person. <laughs> yeah, would you acquire that target, please? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, bye. You know, but you know, I, I can see that the Valor, I suppose, that at least if, if it's indoor and somebody happens to break in, yeah. they could get a really good picture. They could recognize it or they could, you know, use that to scan maybe you know uh, make a scan it later on but it's not linked yet linked up to any police departments or anything so i don't see the 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 value in that regard to the facial recognition software unless it's linked to the cops or to That's a federal true. database or whatever i mean it it seems like overkill although on that same page the article above it was actually talking about how god was it was it google or somebody did not want to provide facial recognition software to the local police departments even though they had developed it but because of the pandemic they held it back for a year uh but now they're like ah you know what we're not really looking to give the cops more tools to cause issues and whatnot yeah. you know because, because there's a lot of political issues and racial issues that go with that whole thing too so on, on that same page where where this article is that if you look above it the, the article above it it actually talks about the uh, the facial recognition software not being renewed for the cops so i'm like you know so there's that so i i i i don't know it, it's 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 kind of a weird thing yeah, to have on an indoor thing. camera an outdoor one i could see but it doesn't make any sense to me why they would do that necessarily unless it's going to link to a a criminal database of some yeah. kind it's like who is that that's your son oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. are you sure oh, yeah. <laughs> google is that my son Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and he's got a and he's got a rap sheet as long as your arm. It's, oh my yeah. god. Okay, so god. moving on from cameras. Go for cameras. And it's our All last right. story of the day. Last last story of the day. This uh this is just kind of a an update on the drama and the ongoing stuff. Oh, oh no, not not Be drama. 
Huh? Well, drama and comedy or whatever the hell you want to call well, before it. Before we get to drama and comedy, we got to talk about this little product right here. Oh, okay. Bring it on. Yeah. So the M1 IMAX reviews ah. have started to pour out. I am holding out watching videos because I know myself. I watch it. looks nice. My credit cards will be crying. Yeah. No, yeah and, and, so. and we sure as hell don't have any money for it. Yeah. We, I don't want it to cry even more. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, no. So, so basically, you know, if I read it, that's okay. Because I don't, I don't see it in action. So exactly. So basically, the embargo has been lifted, and several popular news, tech news, art uh, outlets, you know, because these guys get review units where we have to buy it to review it. So <laughs> nice. So nice. Let's see. I'm just gonna read some. Um, no, there's a video from The Verge. I'm not going to look at that. <laughs> so let's see. You can see what they something. say. The first one, it's uh, it's crap. The Verge, uh, Monica Chin said the new colors have generated lots of interest on TikTok and are clearly a hit with certain crowds. I'm not quite convinced that the jazzier models will fit in outside of the especially stylish homes and offices offices but i'll say i never seen so many of my friends or so many people on tiktok as excited about a tech product as they seem to be about the new color imax hmm. the hues are a nice change aren't obnoxious and are clearly hit with certain crowds as seen in benchmark results last week the new imac benefits from the impressive performance of the m1 chip with chin noted noting that there was there has never been a better mac to buy for simple everyday tasks Hmm. Quote, this iMac model achieved a higher score on the Geek Benchmark, on the Geekbench 5 single core benchmark than any Mac we've ever seen before, even hmm. the iMac Pro. That thing costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That means if you're looking for a device for a simpler everyday task that don't scale to every available CPU core, and that largely seems to be the demographic that Apple is trying to sell this machine to, there has literally never been a better iMac for you to buy. Benchmark results. Brench, bleh, benchmark you can say it, you results, can do it. Benchmark results revealed the new iMac is up to 55. God darn it, I can't read it. <laughs> you, can do it. you can do it. You can do it, Simon. Yeah, you can, can do, do it. it. <laughs> benchmark results revealed the new iMac is up to 56% faster than the previous high end 25.5 inch. 21.5 inch iMac with an Intel Core i7 processor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, ah, oh my gosh. I don't want to read anymore because I'll be click, click. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't post videos. Don't post videos, guys. No, don't do it. Don't but do it yeah, it seems like it's getting good reviews. Yeah. So far, so good then. Well, some days, maybe, some maybe some decade we'll get the money together. We could, we could test it ourselves. Yeah. Well, I say I think, decade, like far off decade. It, it, well, by uh, the time it'll be like M10 or something. Well, that, that's <laughs> fine. You know what? By that time, we'll have the money to actually get the M1 and actually test it. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like, really is well, you, these guys started testing the M1. Like, well, yeah, we're slow, this, right? Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Well, I mean, like for something that's fast and all in one. Okay. And for an Apple product that starts at $12.99, not a bad deal. All right. All right. All right. Sounds like sounds like a fun machine. Well, you know, hopefully it'll we'll we'll get more detailed uh 
reviews about it. We can read more about it and see uh, how good it really is against uh, against other machines. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. I, I mean, I, yeah, I really, I really want to see how it, it's kind of hard to do testing on a Mac and then, you know, compare it to a PC because they're both running different operating systems. Well, so won't yeah, be accurate, I, but eh, they could they could throw in some most common used apps like Adobe Premiere Pro. Sure. No, run some rendering test there. So. Right, right. Well, so, I mean, you, you gotta you, well, you gotta run it against either PCs and or other Macs, whatnot, just so you can at least have a basis of comparison and kind of benchmark yeah. them that way. So, whether you get like the new PCs, you know, to, to race against the M1, you know what? I mean, you're, you're basically going newest generation of chips versus newest generation of chips. So it, that's about as you know as apples to apples as it's really gonna get. All you right, know, here, here here's my theoretical question for you. All right, bring okay. it on. Let's say future IMAX, like next year's IMAX, because <laughs> let's face it, we're not going to be able to review one this year. So. No. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so. Probably ever, but go on, yes. <laughs> no, no, never say never, but not this year. <laughs> so. not, maybe not this decade either, but yeah, yeah, go on though. We got, we got you. <laughs> let's say the next IMAX comes out, benchmark test, test ridiculously faster than right. a pc hmm. okay and let's say if microsoft ever gets their no say their stuff together with releasing microsoft windows on arm processors hmm. you know rather than just having it like a you know insider preview kind of thing you know right. you have to sign up for it. like it's not available to consumers can't buy that right now let's right. say that apple's like an apple microsoft like okay no i change your mind we're gonna release microsoft windows 10 on arm processor okay okay now you have an imac and you can run os 10 on oh, not os 10 mac os you change the name <laughs> of it okay and the big n okay big and if the big and if, right? If Microsoft finally license you know, Windows 10 for ARM processors, then Apple could technically kind of do it again with Mac OS and Windows. Because right now with the M1s, you can't do that because there's because Microsoft does not have a version of Windows that's available to public, but you can still get. <laughs> the yeah. Windows 10 ARM processor that's a that's supported, and it doesn't run that well because you know emulation and stuff like that with right. older apps in Windows 10 ARM. Very technical, geeky, but let's say they get all that all that stuff resolved, and the iMac still costs twelve ninety nine starting, and you're looking for a new computer. Was is that something you'll get? And it runs both Mac OS and Windows. And it can run both at the same time. Hmm. Or one or the other. Well, at that 1299. Well, the, the bigger trick for me isn't so much as to whether it could run the operating systems, it's it's whether it could run my programs that I use. Now, okay. granted. Obviously, if it's using the Windows OS, then yeah, theoretically, my software should work yeah, on I'm it. I'm pretty sure it won't grow go away. Okay. All right. So I, <laughs> it might not. You never know, man. You never know. 
Um, what software you're using at? So, oh, what we're perfect? What are you, what are you using, man? <laughs> no, <laughs> Lotus, <laughs> what are you using? I don't know. I, I use Word, thank you very much. Okay, I use okay, Word, yeah. Does he make it sound like you know, I'm using this really old, old ancient program? No, that's just, it's old, just, hey, just because it's old doesn't mean it doesn't work, man. It, it, it that, that that's my only defense. It does what I needed to do, and I'm familiar with it, so I don't have to like relearn stuff, like switch from like you know Gold Wave to Audacity or something like that. Some decade I might have to do that. I won't be happy about it because then I got to relearn all this stuff. I got to you know go through that big learning curve of like, oh, this is how you edit your software. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, Jesus, stop. You know, but uh, but then again, it may be so much better than yeah. You know, there there you go, but. Um, you know what? I probably would consider it if, if the, if the, if the Mac was that much faster and there weren't any, any relevant PCs to it, it is entirely possible that I probably would consider buying it. That's why I would, I'll say could now mind you, I've not used an Apple machine since I worked at the web hosting company mm -hmm. and I, at a personal level, I don't have a need, um, for Apple software or an Apple machine. So it wouldn't. It really wouldn't, wouldn't make sense for me to buy one, whether it's dual or not. It wouldn't make sense for me to buy one because I would never use any of the Apple stuff. Great, I'd be mm -hmm. using the chip, and I would imagine I could probably upgrade the machine with all sorts of other bells and whistles and make it a really good, strong. You know, uh, mostly a gaming rig, but that's what I do. And um, well, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't use that for gaming. <laughs> well, no, well, no. See, well, no, that's but see. Yeah. If 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 Windows works with it, then theoretically the games would too. At least these Windows the games ARM. Would. There's a difference. Well, okay. See, yeah. I, I I admit that I don't know the difference in this case, but see, and that that's part of it. What I do is 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 I I do a lot of gaming. I do a lot of you know sound and video editing. Um, browse the internet like nobody's business. You know, just as you do in that case. And uh, which you know, like again, I want to express my condolences that you know YouTube went down yesterday for you. And I'm, I'm just waiting. How sorry I am about that. Anyway, so it's uh, it should be because you're a YouTuber yeah. too, man. That was a big nightmare. Yeah, I, I, I do not not as heavily as you, I think, but yeah, I I I, I cruise there as well. But it, it to me, it doesn't make sense to buy a dual operating machine if I if there's the chance that frankly I'm never going to use it. You know, or at least use like the Apple side of it, because I never, I've never, I've never had to, so there's no need for me to do so. So why would I do it? I mean, what, if, so what if someone gave it to you for free? Well, then I got a free computer that I could put on eBay. No, but it, it's uh, a <laughs> yeah, this guy's still gonna sell it, flip it. You know? No, man, yeah, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip it, and um, as opposed to flipping it off, right? <laughs> no, well, you know what? If somebody gave me one for free, I would definitely try and see if maybe I could start using Apple software or whatnot if it came to that. But it just, I, I'm so entrenched in Windows and have been since like you know three one came out. Yeah, you're still entrenched in Windows seven. Yeah, yes. moved to ten yet. And, and maybe some some decade I will. You can't say be, sub decade because in sub decade it won't be Windows ten. Well, then it'll be Windows twelve. Shut up, man. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Windows post pandemic, but um, Windows four thousand. You know, Windows four thousand. Right? Yeah, the Windows four thousand. But um, yeah, no. It for but for me, it, it's I don't have a use for Apple software, and I've never needed Apple software. The only time I've needed Apple software, literally for for all the years I've ever done computing was at the, the web hosting company. 
Yeah. And, and that's literally it. I, I, I might have actually dabbled with it in other places, but I've never used it extensively at a, you know, at, at a personal or professional level, except when I was at uh, uh, the web hosting company. So, and so I had to get familiar with how, how Macs work and God, no, and, and I will say Macs have a very awesome design. I, 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 I will, I will say, I will say that their desktop computers, when you build everything into the monitor itself, so there's no wires, there's no big box. You got to lug around all that jazz. Oh my God, that is cool. You know, I mean, real. I, I was, I was just blown away. Maybe like, wait, where's the computer? Oh, it's in the monitor. What do you mean it's in the monitor? I mean, I was, I mean, really, I, I was in the monitor. Where is the monitor? I, I, and I look on the side, there's all the USB ports, all this other stuff. I'm like, I mean, I, I really, I, I was impressed by it. So I'm like, wow, that, that is cool. It's a shame that PCs don't do that. You know, I mean, they could, but they don't just, they don't put effort in it. Right. As much effort. (laughs) Right. I know. They just, just got to find somebody to do it. It just takes one. But either way, it, no, speaking of, you know, using Mac, if someone, Let's say one day I bring a Mac over. All right. Will you still remember how to use it? Hmm. You know, kind of like riding a bike. You know, you might have forgotten for a couple of years, but no, no, I a couple of few minutes. Like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm used to it again. Yeah, no, I I could because actually both of my parents have one, and God knows that they have me fix it every once in a while. So I, I have I have I I could get around okay. You know, but obviously if it gets a little more complicated, then I gotta start looking stuff up so I know where I'm going. <laughs> uh, whereas with Windows, it's kind of like, oh yeah, no, I got this. Yeah. Oh, I think I know where this like is. An it's kind of, there. Right, exactly. Because I've been doing it for so long. I, I intrinsically tend to understand Windows a lot better than than uh than Mac. But uh yeah, so if somebody gave me one, yeah, I'd I I'd, I'd fiddle with it and see what I could do with it. Maybe I'd use the Apple side of it, but I really I don't know, honestly. But uh, it, it it seems unlikely that I, I would use it, so that's probably the answer I should give you. Is that I would unlikely use it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, big long answer for a short, for a short question there, but yeah. No, uh, but my, I have a long an- I have a long question. So yeah, there was that. There was that. But yeah, that that's kind of where I stand on it. So good. <laughs> uh, no, hold your ground. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Hold your ground. Sure, let's let's go with that. <laughs> Target acquire. <laughs> Target acquire. Oh my god, no. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right. We are finished. Last article, and, and and this is as I as I touched on before uh, before all this. Um, this is the up, up ongoing drama and comedy that is the Epic Games versus Apple, uh, uh, court case, uh, which is currently in week three, as I understand it, mm. uh, for um, uh, for determining whether or not Apple is behaving like a monopoly when it comes to their Apple Store and uh, uh, and all that good stuff. And Epic fighting that, try to you know fight the good fight, or if, if they're really just just you know putzing around and not really getting much done. So so basically, the the topic that came up that that came up for this was a character in the Fortnite game itself. So Simon, what I'm going to have you do, I want you to okay. bring up Google. I want you to bring up Google and I want you to type in Fortnite, F-O-R-T-N-I-T-E space Peely, P-E-E-L-Y and press enter. P-E-E-L-Y. And when you do P-E-E-L-Y, Peely. And then I want you to click on, on the images uh, tab or whatever it's got there. So all you see are the pictures there. And what you're going to see, if they haven't changed this dramatically, and I'm sure they have it, are is the very first picture and the fourth picture. They should be the same color background, and you'll notice that the character in question there is wearing a tuxedo, right? Okay, so so it looks like the same here, and so yeah, you see, you got the very first picture, and then the ver- yeah. and the fourth picture, 
He's wearing a tuxedo. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Peely, who is a character that came out in Fortnite in season eight of Fortnite, and uh, frankly, uh, has has provided nightmare fuel to a generation of players, including myself. Uh, because I'm not going to lie to you, this thing freaks me the hell out. So, <laughs> so Peely here, right? I mean, God, it's really creepy when it blinks. I swear to God, I, I I don't know what it is, but something about it really freaks me out. Well, I don't play it, so I don't know. No, no. Well, no. If 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 you get a chance on your own time, if you really want to do this, you could, you know, look for like an animated, you know, blinking Peely gif or whatever. And I swear to God, it. it I don't know about you, but it freaks me out when it blinks because it's always smiling. It's got these big round black eyes, and it watches you. Like, uh, uh, geez, yeah. Dude, thank you. Scary, I'm scary. Right. Thank you. I I appreciate that. So okay. So. So here's some actual dialogue that occurred in the courtroom for between Apple's attorney, they didn't give his name, to Apple's attorney and to Epic's Games head of marketing. His name is Matthew Weissinger. All right, so, so here we go. <clears throat> we have a large yellow banana here in a tuxedo. Yes, that's Peely. And that's Peely, did you say? All right. And in fact, in the tuxedo, he is known as Agent Peely, correct? That's correct. To which then the lawyer quips, we thought it better to go with suit than the naked banana since we are in federal court this morning. Okay. Actual dialogue from the court. Now, later on in the trial, one of Epic's lawyers, a woman came up, uh, decided to come back, uh, come back around to the topic of the not so appealing <laughs> image of, of the anthropomorphic banana man here. So, there might have been an implication to show Peely without a suit would have been inappropriate. Do you recall that? Well, yes, I recall that. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without a suit? No, there is not. <laughs> Which I like, you know, as I've been touching on, I, I, I kind of agree with this. I mean, Peely naked and Peely clothed are equally terrifying to me. It really is. <laughs> it's it's awful. So she brings I mean up the picture. So, so she brings up the picture of the, na of, the, of the naked Peely, right? And she says, is there anything inappropriate about Peely without clothes? To which Weisinger, he apparently thought about this for a long moment. And he simply said, it's just a banana, ma'am. And that's it. And that, that is now part of court records mm -hmm. on the internet forever etched in stone. <laughs> what a waste of... Oh, my God. <laughs> just like oh my god so what's they gonna I, I, do with i the i don't know i don't i don't know what's i gonna uh, do with the, the band of bananas do with the I, I i don't know but yeah but what i gotta yeah, at least give credit out to uh, kotaku.com for for pointing for having this as a sort of a sub article I, I was looking at in regards to the case itself and i saw this dialogue and i'm like are you joking me so i decided to go with this little little bit of trivia if you will trivial side of of, of this as opposed to like going to the case itself, which really was incredibly boring. But apparently the, the, the other art of the, the other side of this is that Epic is not pounding on, on the Apple individuals as hard as they could be in an effort to make them look like they're really horrible bullies yeah. and bad people. So I don't know how that's going. It's probably going to go on for another few months and, and maybe eventually it'll, it'll maybe by years end it'll be done. Who knows? But I found this and I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I need to share this one. So uh, there you go. It's just a banana, man. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, well, no, because if you look at that that set of pictures again, Simon, if you, if you bring that up again, just to show you how, how bad this is. 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring up the images again. Okay. Now, if you scroll down a little bit here, you have to scroll down a little further. There you go. Third row, far right picture. What do you see? This one right here. Uh, let's see. What are you pointing out there? Point at it again. Third row, far third, right. Third oh, row, far right. right. Oh, okay. I don't see a mouse moving on there. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. You will note he has Wolverine claws made of banana. Yeah, it's just a banana, dude. <laughs> it's just banana. a banana, ma'am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they had a crossover to, between the X-Men and other Marvel superheroes um, and, and obviously with the regular Fortnite characters. So right. if you acquired a, a mutant power, banana claws. <laughs> it's just a banana, Simon. We're done, man. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard all day. Oh, mm -hmm. I know, right? Okay, Questioning well, about a banana. You know? Exactly, exactly. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of Tech That Doesn't Bite Cast. I'm Jeff Worden. My with me is Simon C. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd love to, you know, and click on the notifications button so you'll know that when we're doing this again or when we post, you know, more more reviews of the tech that you use every day. Um, yeah. By Check God, please. On the on your favorite podcasting app, leave a yep. review there, download it, listen to us on the road. You know, speaking of going on the road, we'll be off next week because this guy is going on vacation. Hell yeah. Getting out of Dodge and having a good time and drinking Mai Tais or something akin to that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Please be sure to also visit us on techthatdoesabite.com and you can actually see all the fun stuff we've reviewed there in, in the uh, the tips and tips and reviews area. Um, you can learn more about us and what great people we are. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We'd love to have you come visit us, validate us, like and subscribe to us and all that good stuff. Yep. And until next time, we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. Bye.